With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. What's up, baseball family? Welcome to your Thursday Night Live with Brad and Brig. We are the co-hosts of the Baseball Together podcast, Super Duh. We're really excited that you're here with us. Go ahead and jump in the comments and give us a shout out. does not matter what platform you're on. This is a great way to interact with us, and you can ask us a bunch of questions. For those of you that missed our Home Run Derby live stream broadcast, uh, we missed having you because it was a riot. We did giveaways. We had a ton of fun interacting with everybody that was on there with us. And uh, we will be mailing things out in the next day or two. So stay tuned if that fits you. All right, Brad, how are you tonight? I'm doing well, Brig. How are you? Doing well. Thank you for Good. asking. Good. All right, let's get into uh, let's get into business tonight. Let's talk about the All-Star Game because that was the day after the Home Run Derby. And uh, the home run derby was banana pancakes as always, but to say the very least, yeah. But the all star game was also Craytown, I felt like. And it was, uh, I don't know, it, what did you think of the game overall? So, so it's funny because uh, that day I actually went into the office, which is a very rare occasion these days. Um, and we were sitting there talking about it during my lunch break. There's a couple guys who, there who are big baseball fans as well. So we were all sitting around talking. Mm-hmm. I was like, do you guys watch the Derby? A couple of them. Yeah, yeah. You know, we talked about it a little bit. And one of the guys I work with brought up a really great point. He's like, you know, when I watch the All-Star game, I want to watch the hitters hit. I don't think they should bring in the best pitchers for the All-Star game. I was like, do you saying? He's like, because I don't want like a three to two game, which is what it ended up being, right? <laughs> Right. <laughs> right. And it's funny. He had said that like seven or eight hours before it happened. He's, I was like, so are you suggesting they like bring up AAA pitchers and have them be like the sacrificial lambs for the sake of our entertainment? He's like, yeah. Like, <laughs> might not be a bad idea based off what we saw on Tuesday night because the first two outs were absolutely outstanding. It was like, oh man, this is going to yeah. be a game. It's going to be awesome. But that was, I felt like, probably about as exciting as it got. You know, a couple home runs, not really a whole lot of manufacturing runs, obviously, because there was only five scored in the entire game, you know? Right. Yeah. But I don't, I don't know. To me, it feels like the, the most exciting part of All-Star Week has gotten to be the home run derby, which is fantastic because it's very, very exciting and it's a ton of fun. I love doing the live and everything. But it should be the pregame 
before the game, which is also right. very exciting and fun, which the pitching is just so good, especially when you get the best guys out there that it's really hard to make a game super duper exciting. Yeah. My only, so I have two things to say in response to that. The first is that if we bring up AAA pitchers, <laughs> then we will inherently end up with greater defensive play opportunities. Right. Yeah. So there more is bat, that. more bats on balls is not a bad thing, especially in it's an all-star. It's not a bad thing. However, the all-star game is supposed to be an indication of the most capable that the the game itself can produce, as well as the players themselves can produce. Right. And even though they're getting short, they kind of get shortchanged on, you know, how many at bats, how many innings they can pitch, different things like that because they have longer rosters they got to get through everybody <clears throat> and i'm sure there are contract negotiations involved with how many innings some guys can pitch or whatever uh, right. pitch count restrictions and things um well, luis castillo but, didn't even pitch because he's pitching on friday exactly so. so with all of that said um i don't know what you would be able to do differently and i think adding triple a pitchers to the mix would just belie the entire point it would. So I'm worried about that too. That that's the thing that I, I kind of laughed about it because I thought it was a funny idea. Like I do think it's a really funny idea, but it's the equivalent of I think the NFL is going to touch football or flag football because nobody wants to hit each other, right? Really? Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't know if they actually are, but people have joked about it oh, because guys don't our, tackle each other in the in the in the Pro Bowl, right? Because no, nobody wants true. to get hurt. And yeah. you know, on one hand, I was kind of like, okay, that's hilarious. Like that is a really funny idea, and I love that you actually agreed with it. But on the other hand, it's like I don't have to worry about my star pitcher going out there and then not being ready to go five days later or three days yeah. later, you know? Yeah, exactly. So I feel like there's like a legitimate argument for it, but in reality, like you said, it does kind of take away from the excitement and the the buzz of the actual game because I do want to see Garrett Cole pitch against Ronald Acuna Jr. Because how often there's a chance, a pretty good chance we're not going to see that during the regular season. I so totally agree. Anyway. Kenny, Kenny Greer's in the house. I'm going to put this comment up. He wants to do a rundown on Cincinnati baseball. Kenny, we love you, buddy. <laughs> we're so glad you're here. I don't know the answer to your question. I'll talk to Brad and we'll see what we can do. But that is awesome. <laughs> Cincinnati baseball right now is on Fire, and we are here for it all day, every day. So, for what it's 100%. worth, uh, it's good to be a Reds fan right now. It's a good day for that. Yeah. Um, let's talk about the uniforms of the All Star Game really quick, Brad. Um, well, that we saw them, and we always have this back and forth about you know what what looks good on camera versus what looks good on the street versus what looks good in the field, and. Mm -hmm. I think they're sometimes they're different every time. Sometimes right. they they come out to be the same every time. Um, did you have an over an overwhelming opinion one way or the other about this year's the American uniform? the American League uniform top to bottom looked really good. The hat with the northwest green or teal, whatever you want to call it, with the white pants was an outstanding combination. I loved it. Mm, okay. I'm strongly considering buying an American League jersey for a lot of reasons. However, the navy blue National League jerseys didn't look good with the hat, didn't look good at all with the black pants. 
didn't I did not like no. that. I like the jersey, like I said, but standalone by itself, it did not look good. And the biggest crime of the entire thing was those helmets. Oh, thank you for saying that. No, those (laughs) were some. I've seen better helmets on travel ball teams. Yes, I I don't understand what happened. Better helmets at Walmart. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) It's like somebody went. Oh no, that's due today. (laughs) That's due today. Your head pops off your pillow. (laughs) You can call those helmets a cup of dirt. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. They were not good. With dirt they were in it, too, I call and it. I'm, and I'm okay with like minimalistic and uniform, obviously, because I think that it makes sense to for everybody to wear the same uniform. But those helmets were not good. <laughs> at no, all. Bro, no. Somebody went and got a cricket out of their grandma's art room, and they printed out a bunch of them the day before, and they just tried to get them right on the helmets and that's what they look like. They're just, it was clip art and it was, it was just awful. I'm still weak. upset. It was weak. But my opinions are a little bit different than yours on the, on the overall package. Um, okay. I was skeptical about the hats going in and I was right coming out. Like they suck. <laughs> I, I hated them so bad. I cannot, the BP ones, the, 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 the dark team colored hats. ones. Yeah. Yeah. The team had, those look great. Though at the ball at yeah. the derby, they look great. They look great online, uh, and and I've seen them in person. They look great, but man, those field hats, the game hats, just are freaking terrible. Um, <laughs> I, and I agree with you. The black pants on the National League uniform was an unbelievably horrid choice, just awful. Um, the blue uniforms look fine. The green uniforms are rocket fire. I thought that was amazing. And then up against the white pants, it looked great. The yeah. only, the only, uh, yeah, anyway, that's enough. I'll, I'll be, we don't have time to get, keep going over it. <laughs> I wanted to be so excited about this year, Brad, but I just, I know. And I just think it's funny that when they did the reveal, it's like, here's the jerseys, but we're not going to show anything else because it doesn't yeah, look that good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shh. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be our Twitter little series. Works. Wait and tuck, we'll tuck that one away just a little bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man. All right. The National Basketball Association has released news that it's gonna do an in-season tournament. It's gonna be a bracketed tournament, which is gonna happen in the middle of the day season. I think it's cuckoo for cocoa puffs, but I'm gonna get Brad's opinion on this. Um okay. Tell so, us how it works, and then let's discuss if it'll work in Major League Baseball. Okay, so the way this is going to work is it's there. It's not going to be any additional games for the pool play because they're going to be broken into four pools, and pool play will happen during the regular season, Tuesdays and Fridays. Games on Tuesdays and Fridays will be will account towards pool play, and then the top team, I believe, the top two teams from each pool will advance to like an elite eight. Okay, and then. Okay. They'll go, I think, to Vegas, and they'll or for the Elite Eight, they'll play each other. That's an additional game, and then for the Final Four, they'll go to Vegas and they'll play semis and they'll play the finals there. So you're playing really just only three additional games. And that's only if you win, and it starts in November and goes mm-hmm. into December. So it's really early. And so what the reason they're doing short. this yeah. is because nobody cares about the NBA before Christmas. Even Kobe Bryant said one time. 
like the Lakers were struggling and he's like, it's not even Christmas. Who cares? Right. So what oh. they're trying to do is they're trying to drum up, drum up interest, especially for teams that have no shot at making the playoffs right. because you can get hot at the beginning of the season, play really, really well. And you have a, ch- a chance to win. I think they're calling it the commissioner's cup, something like that. Um, is so it you a have a chance to check? Hey, uh, like okay. Mitch. Oh, layers. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> so, so it gives you a chance to a be interested in the NBA early in the season, and also for bad teams to play well at the beginning of the season when good teams are not. Now, yeah. this is why I think it could possibly work in Major League Baseball. What you do, same thing, Tuesdays and Fridays, or you take you take series, you cherry pick series because you've got your pools because everybody's playing each other right now. Yeah, and you say okay. This team won a series head to head. This one, this series head to head, and then you take them. You take them out of pool play, and instead of having like an elite eight, you just take um, one team from each pool, and you go the all star break. You play morning, early in the day. You play the semifinals. At night, you play the finals. Do it the day after the all star game. Boom. And this is the thing, too. This is one reason I think it could work. Because in minor league baseball, because they they move the rosters around so much and things change so much, that you take the first half of the season champion and they've already clinched a playoff spot. You give a little bit of a a carrot to teams that might not be competitive in August and say, if you can put together the first half of the season and you you win this tournament, you've got yourself a playoff spot as a wild card. And that's what your one wild card spot. Whoa. And maybe you'd break it into National League and American League tournaments and you play them, right? You play them that way. Yeah. Um, but I feel like I think you to. give teams like the A's, the Pirates, you give them a give them a carrot to continue to play, be competitive through the first half of the season. So I think it could work. I don't that, hate it. Sense. And then you're I'm only just... adding an extra two games to your to your schedule. And, and that's we're only talking a few single teams. elimination, you know. Yeah. Yeah, by the time you get to the semifinals, you're just like, okay, it's one and done. And then the finals, again, one and done. You don't have to play a whole series. You don't have to make it like the College World Series. You make it like right. a high school tournament, and you lose, you're, you're gone. Yeah. And I think everybody's okay with it at that point. Oh, yeah. Brad, I really like this. Had a lot of time to think about this since I heard about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I kind of yeah. like this. <laughs> I kind of like it, too. I think that could be really cool. Um, I wonder if it wouldn't be more practical but right before the break instead of during the break. Because well, that's, teams do strategically plan around the break. Right, they do, yeah. But I don't know, that's why I think that like the day after the All-Star break or maybe like make the break start on Sunday instead of the last games being on Sunday. So then you play that you Sunday, go. you have the home run derby Monday. I don't know. All-Star game Tuesday. Yeah, then Wednesday, Thursday. continues Wednesday, Thursday. Everybody gets – and then back to play Friday. Could be. I don't know. I mean, we don't get paid to work out the logistics, but <laughs> maybe we should. Thank I don't goodness. know. Yeah. <laughs> Call your all. But, no, I think, I think it could be really cool, though, and could be a yeah. carrot for teams to play really, really hard in the first half of the season to clinch a playoff spot that they might not get otherwise. Well, you bring up a good point. We need – something to incentivize teams earlier on than at that 162 mark right or that one 110 mark yeah exactly because i feel like there are some teams that don't like 
you go into the all-star we went into the all-star break and there are a lot of teams like the mariners were one of them it's like okay we're sitting at 500 we're sitting in not a bad spot we could potentially make a playoff run it's like why don't you just like play them all like they matter yeah right you know <laughs> well let's kick this idea around some more but before we do uh that we'll we'll do that another day we got to move on so mlb yeah. has announced four locations that are abroad for the 2024 world tour the Red Sox and Rays will play an exhibition game, I think two exhibition games in the Dominican Republic, March 9th and 10th. Dodgers and Padres will then open the season in South Korea on March 20th and 21st. That will be the first MLB game in South Korea, which is, well, in all of Korea, if you think about it. So <laughs> right there you go, your geography lesson today. Uh, <laughs> sociology? Okay. Uh, the Astros and the Rockies are going to play in Mexico City April 27 and 28. And then the Mets and Phillies are the London series June 8th and 9th. What are your thoughts? I like them. I really like playing uh, an exhibition game in the Dominican Republic. I think that's awesome. That'll be, I, I think the people down there absolutely deserve it. Um, South Korea is awesome. That is going to be bumping. For sure, yeah. those two games. Yeah, um, the Astros and Rockies is really funny to put them in Mexico City because the Rockies are kind of used to it, and then the Astros, like the Astros, we talked about it being a launch pad. I think yeah. that's just funny to me. Um, who knows what the what the Astros will be like next year? And then the Mets and Phillies in London, that's a little bit odd, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, I because it. It's it is like a divisional rivalry, but it doesn't have the same like storied rivalry that that the other that the Yankees Red Sox they sent over that the mm -hmm. Cubs and Cardinals Cubs that they Cubs. sent over. You know, like I yeah. don't know. It it's probably just going to be the same crowd that we've gotten before, though. People flying over, expats, military. I'd like to see more yeah, the, Londoners, like we talked about before. The the priority, difference but... here, the difference here for me is that baseball is enormous. In the Dominican Republic, South Korea, and Mexico, mm -hmm. it's not yet as big a deal in London, in England. Right. So, and I know they're trying to drum it up, and it's working. I mean, we met some Brits that are baseballers at the World Baseball Classic. That was a blast. They were great. Yeah. Um, and they're working really hard to drum up interest on their own, like from a grassroots effort. And it's good that they're getting any support at all from Major League Baseball, who are tight-fisted about everything. I think that's really cool. I don't think it's direct support, by the way. I think it's just more cultural effort. But that's neither here nor there. The point is, I think these three locations make a lot of sense for baseball. London makes a lot of sense for the owner's money. Yeah. All right. Okay, before yep. we move on to the national TV broadcasts, we got to let you know, baseball family, that we always want to know what you think, super duh. We're always asking questions, and we want to know what you think and feel about certain things, whether we get it right or wrong. Now there's a quick and easy way to interact with us on the questions that we ask. You can go over to Versus Game. We have partnered with Versus Game so you can make a little bit of money also participating in our polls and our trivia any predictions that we put out. So if you're on the winning side of a poll or if you get a trivia question or a prediction right, then you can win real dollar bills. This is an opportunity for you to play for free or you can buy ticket bundles and play against other listeners, including us. 
uh, and other versus game users. So jump over to btpod.onversus.com on your mobile browser because that's what it's built for. And uh, you can sign up and play the polls and trivia games with us. That's btpod.onversus.com. Sign up to play versus games with us. Brad, tell them about Patreon real quick. Patreon, head on over to patreon.com, search baseball together, or there's a link in every single show that we do, any, any video we put up. You can tap the link in there and head over to Patreon, and you can support the show directly that way uh, with $1, $5, $10, $15, or a whopping $500 a month um, tiers. Uh, you can go check those out, see what everybody gets based on what you're paying for support um but the one thing everybody gets for sure is going to be the bullpen cut that is the unedited version of the big show every single week all right let's jump over the national tv schedule for the weekend friday on apple tv plus we've got the giants at the pod sorry giants the pirates <laughs> that game starts at 705 p.m eastern time the giants are 49 and 41 and the pirates are the reciprocal of that 41 and 49 Wow. Big word there, so, Brad. What's that? That was a big word. I liked it. I try, you know. Um, and then your <laughs> other Apple TV Plus game is going to be the Dodgers, the Mets. That's at 7, 10 p.m. So about the same time. Pick your poison there. Whichever game you would prefer to watch. The Dodgers are 51 and 38. They're currently tied with the uh, with the Diamondbacks right now. First place in the NL West again. And the Mets are 42 and 48. They are not in first place in the NL East, for those of you keeping track. Yeah. And I'm curious, Brig, there was an ESPN Plus game last week. Yeah. Why is there not a consistent ESPN Plus schedule? It's just like they, they like cherry pick games. Like, it doesn't no make idea. any sense to me. I don't get it's it. So I weird. wish I did. I don't know. Saturday on FS1, you can watch Cleveland's baseball team play the Rangers in Arlington at 4.05 p.m. Eastern. Cleveland is 45 and 45. The Rangers are 52 and 39. For those of you that want to wait and stay up, or if you're a fan of the Dodgers or the Mets, you can watch the 715 on Fox, the Dodgers play the Mets. Or, depending on where you live, you might also be on Fox watching the White Sox in Atlanta play the Braves. That's again at 715 p.m. The White Sox are at an abysmal 38 and 54, and the Braves are sitting at the best team in baseball, right at the top, at 60 wins and 29 losses is all. And that's where they should and be. they are hot rocket fire. They are. They are, by far and away, the absolute best team in baseball. And I oh, did, won't be surprised man. they are standing there at the end of the year. Nope. Sunday, your games. Peacock, wake up in baseball. you got the Giants, the Pirates. You're getting another national TV game with them. That game is at 12.05 p.m. Eastern time. So I guess that depends. wake up in baseball depends on what time you wake up on Sundays. For some of you, yeah, that might be wake <laughs> up in baseball. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then the Sunday night game on ESPN, you've got the Astros at the Angels at 7.10 p.m. The Astros are 50 and 41. The Angels are 45 and 46. Trending in opposite directions, I feel like those two teams are. Feels that way. So, okay, uh, our series to watch. Oh, did you want to do yeah, your break? Series you I'm going to be watching. Yeah, just as a flip flop. Um, I'm going to watch the Yankees and the Rockies. Super duh, right? That's the super duh pick of the week. Um, and I will be doing. I also want to see the Marlins and the Orioles. Hold on, I'll go back. The Yankees can't beat the Rockies. Then they can't then they beat have, the Rockies if they can't. 
Oh, if they can. if they cannot beat the Rockies, <laughs> then uh, the the trade deadline woes get extremely important. Um, anyway, the Marlins and the Orioles. This will be really interesting to see. Marlins uh, are playing pretty good baseball. The Orioles are playing pretty good baseball. So this is going to be a hot hot matchup. Want to see how this goes? Uh, it could be a good litmus test for the playoffs for either of them. The D-backs and Blue Jays, I feel exactly the same way about. Great opportunity to see what the playoffs might turn into for either team. Uh, I feel like if the D-backs can edge out the Blue Jays, which I expect them to be able to do, certainly over the series, then um, then that I think that'll bode well. Uh, you know, speaking of the Blue Jays, real quick, did you see that Alec Manoa came out and tossed a gem last week? Yeah. Good for him. They brought him back I from was- the – from the spring training facility. <laughs> I was really worried. I saw that he was pitching. And I was like, row, row. that was fast, but whatever yep. it was, figured it well, out. Well, Corbin Carroll hopped right back in and played in the all-star games. To, so yeah. I was shocked to see that as well. And then the last one is the Padres and the Phillies. Um, most this is my classic game pick. So. Uh, my series to watch, obviously, I had the Tigers at the Mariners. The Mariners should just beat up on the Tigers, so I'm curious if they're going to this weekend because the Mariners are playing really well going into the break, hoping they continue momentum and, like I said, beat them up at home, too, in Seattle. Um, Padres yeah. and Phillies, that's going to be really interesting. Um, I'm curious at the Padres because, like I said, any day, any day the offense is going to kick into gear. I don't, I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, and then but I got if the they don't, they'll sell. <laughs> They've got to. Yeah, they, that, they might be I'm selling saying. soon anyway. I don't know. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, the Diamondbacks and Blue Jays, same thing. And then the Astros and the Angels, as an AL West guy, I have to see what's going on in this series because um, as an Angel, as like an anti-Angels fan, I want to see <laughs> them get buried in the standings. But at the same time, like the Mariners are creeping up on the Astros, so I'd like to see them lose. I don't know. We'll see. I, I'm kind of rooting for the meteor in that certain situation, you know? Right. But yeah. anyway, <laughs> go ahead with your picks, Brig. Uh, so I went two and one last week, which is astonishing. I'm super excited about it. Uh, that brings <laughs> my record to 19 and 20. And I am going to creep back up to that plus 500 plus range. Um, Friday's pick for me is, uh, I think you should take the twins on the money line over the athletics. Uh, DraftKings has it at minus 190. So good luck. If you can make some money on that, do it. Um I bet Saturday, you get the run. I bet you could get the run line in that game, honestly. You probably I could. You, I think you take it and get some plus money there. Yeah, you probably could. Um Saturday, take the Reds on money line over the Brewers. I'd like to say take the run line, but don't. I'm not feeling confident in the run line. So take the money line on Saturday, Reds over Brewers, and then Sunday. This is where you can take the run line. The Braves are going to play the White Sox, and I feel like I feel pretty confident in the run line on that one for Sunday. So, well, go ahead, Brad. What you got? So I went zero and three last week because on vacation I wasn't watching a whole lot. <laughs> so Briggs <laughs> said that he'd give me a little bit of a pass on that. I don't know if I'll take it, but that takes me to twenty-two and seventeen on the season on Friday. So Friday, you want to take the Reds money line over the Brewers. The best odds you can get right now, or at least this afternoon, was WinBet had it at plus one ten. I like that a mm-hmm. lot. Uh, Saturday, take the Cubs plus money over the Red Sox. That's probably going to be the run line. I think. Um, because Stroman's going, but I, I think you'll be able to get it, uh, be able to hit the run line there. And then on Sunday, take the Rockies money line over the Yankees. 
because it's Garrett Cole in a day game. I don't know what it is, Brig. I don't know if anybody knows know. what it is. Nobody knows. But Garrett Cole in a day game, especially in Colorado, some of those guys can really hit. So it could be yeah. ugly. It so. could be. And then I'm going to go ahead with another Blackjack Brad's Black Flag Pick of the Week. Um, coming out of the All-Star break, I'm calling it right now. Ronald Acuna Jr. is going yard on Friday. Oh, Take day one out of the break. Friday. He's going yard. Could be Ooh. even the first inning. Maybe take oh. if, you, if you really want to go for it, Brig, if you really want to go for it, take him as first home run of the game. Oh, man, you, that you is get, a black flag pick. You can get even better odds at that. If that's what you want to do, go yeah. there. But he's definitely going yard on Friday. That's fantastic. Uh, baseball family, don't forget that we do the big show every Tuesday. It's out Tuesday morning. Got to have it ready for you by your commute. We hardly ever miss that because Brad's really good at what he does. Um, on top of that, don't forget Brad to like sleep. and subscribe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> don't forget to like, subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. The best way to do that, the best way to find us, will always be on YouTube at this point. Um, YouTube is where we curate the finest content for you. We chop it up into short segments, mid-length segments. You get the long stuff there. Anything you want, pretty much every day we're going to drop something new. So go in there. It's the, what it's, honestly, it's one of the best ways to support us as well is just drop a subscribe on YouTube. Um, we're getting really close to one of our goals. So if you can find it in your heart to subscribe on YouTube, that would really be a big support. <laughs> Absolutely. And last thing for you, don't forget, don't forget to head over to snookseedery.com where you can get the best seeds ever. And when you do, put in BT Pod at checkout. You will save 10%. You'll support your mouth. You'll support the show without spending any extra money and getting the best seeds ever. Legitimately, I eat them every single day. But baseball family, thank you so much for joining us. We will catch you next week. 